Hello everyone, I'm Steve the Limey. And I'm Blake the Yank. And together, we are... The Limey and the Yank. A rock talk podcast that takes on the great debate. From the UK to the USA, who really knows how to rock? We're here to battle on who has the best artists, musicians, and of course, it's from England. Debatable. Let the battle begin. Hey everybody, Hi. welcome back, we're here again. Hey, welcome back to The Limey and The Yank Show. You are The Yank. And The Yank. Unless you change your accent since I last saw you. Hi, Hi everybody. Hi. You go first. What have we got planned today? What's going on? Today we've got a lot of fun. We're going to talk about cover songs. We're going to talk about songs that artists did that were originally done by other artists. And there's some really good ones, there's some kind of bad ones, and then there's some in between that were a surprise. So the first recording's just about that song, and then artists that come in the future and go, I love that song, I want to make it my own, how do I... And I think the only way that they can make it their own is by not compromising the style. They have to put it in their own unique style. And if you don't take that song and do that, it's almost like you're stealing it. Actually, you know what? I think that's an interesting conundrum about cover songs is you've got a dilemma the moment you do a cover song. You either say, do I do my sound absolutely nailing the way the original band did it so that all the fans are appeased? Or do I do something very different? Because I've got one heck of a cover I haven't told you about yet that I'll make a surprise. And you'll, you'll agree the cover was night and day from the original. But then there are others where they go, let's try to sound like the original, but everybody knows it's us because my vocalist sounds this way and there's that way. I don't think you can do it that way. I totally disagree. I think you have to grab that song and just like you've been singing it from a kid and you may sing it a little bit different or very much different like that song. If you sing it in your own style, and you sing it from the heart and the passion. And, you know, sometimes, you know, like, they can get that song and even make it so much longer and so much better. Sometimes they make it shorter, sometimes they make it longer. But let's jump into who's your first choice. Okay, well, I like to kind of keep it fairly simple. I'm going to talk about one that kind of speaks to what Steve is saying here. I will admit that it is often a good thing when a band tries to emulate the original in their own way. So I'll bring up the song Come Together by the Beatles, but this time I'm going to talk about the fact that Aerosmith did a cover of it. So Aerosmith doing Come Together. Let's hear it. I love Aerosmith. They're the Rolling Stones of America. Steve Tyler, awesome. Let's hear a bit. Wasn't that fun? Come together. <laughs> Brilliant. In their own style. Yeah. I think, personally, I think it was that homage, whatever you want to call it, but they, they, they nailed it. Yeah, it was like the Beatles performance pressed through an Aerosmith filter. So it came out the other side and it was quickly recognizable as the Beatles come together, but also recognizable as Aerosmith the band. 
Hey, the Beatles come together. See what you think, folks. A little bit of it. Yeah. it's entirely different you yeah, know what I mean of course but that's what makes it great because they can do it it's the same song and it can be very very different in so many different areas great I love it good, good you know choice. but an interesting thing about it is you listen to the original and the cover and you can tell in that original they really wanted those first downbeats they wanted that to really grab your attention and be interesting and different so when Aerosmith did it they didn't ditch that they tried to reproduce that same kind of emphasis and attack on the notes yeah just amazing and if you don't mind I'm going to jump into my first choice go for it um, it's an American band I'm comparing it with but one of the most universal best bands ever to been produced out of America the Temptations oh yeah you know what do you got from the Temptations Losing you, they uh -huh. do it. I love it. I mean, it's um, David Ruffin, incredible talent. Maybe his ego went older than what bigger than his talent, but anyway, as an artist, love it. And listen to this little piece of I'm Losing You with David Ruffin, and then I'm going to jump into uh, the Rod Stewart's version, but just uh, just uh, sample a little bit of this. Yeah, let's play The Temptations first. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Rod's an R&B man. He's a white soul man, of course, Rod Stewart. And uh, he did a much faster version on Every Picture Tells a Story. Ah. You know, I'm losing you. And, and yeah. the drum solo yeah. of Kenny Jones, which is, he's up there. I mean, God bless uh, when they lost uh, the drummer, you know, Kenny Jones took over. Um and he played with them, I think, for, uh, you know, after Keith passed on. I think he played for them for a number of years, touring with them and everything. Mm. And his drum solo in this version is incredible at the end. But I think it's a really long song. Uh, I, I play it and compared to three-minute songs and five-minute songs, so it's a lot longer version. Um, but uh, uh, let me play some of Rod's version and uh, see which is your favorite. So this is Rod Stewart doing Losing You? Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. let's go. From Every Picture Tells a Story. Fantastic classic album.
cool. Unbelievable, huh? It's great. Yeah, I, I love comparing the different songs and the different styles with people, you know? Well, you know what? You said sounds different and sped up, so I'm going to go ahead and surprise you with the one I didn't tell you about. Because I, I wanted to make the point that when you do a cover, you got that dilemma. Do I sound like the artist but kind of me and be faithful, or do I take it in another direction and look how creative I am? So here we go. You're not going to expect this one. I have Megadeth doing the song These Boots Are Made For Walking" by Nancy Sinatra. <laughs> I, that's hilarious. Yes, I do. <laughs> boots are made for walking. I love it. I didn't know it even made a version of that. You know, you, you, were, you talked about short and long songs too. That's another thing. I can't play you the whole thing, but I want to tell you, I'm going to give you this snippet that sounds like the original but before then, there's this long, wild Megadeth instrumental lead-up that's got all this crazy, thrashy guitar work that just knocks your socks off, and then he goes into the song. So here we go. Here's, here's Megadeth doing These Boots Are Made For Walking. is crazy <laughs> talk about an oxymoron yep i was very very tiny when the first one came out but <laughs> i remembered nancy's sonata in those boots but i'm getting back to the austin powers sliding down the pole with <laughs> ellen graham but that's it yes. these boots were made for walking and this yeah i loved it yeah so can we how about nancy you gotta play a little bit of nancy yeah let, let's play that but before we do i'm gonna give you a little bit of trivia about this song it's a lot of fun the version that i have is no longer legally distributed from what i understand and the reason being is that when you do a cover song you have to pay the the rights holder the guy that owns the rights to it whoever that is it could be the artist it could be someone else but you have to pay the money and get their permission in order to be able to do their song. You have to give them a little something. And later on, Dave Mustaine did this kind of B-sides, rarities compilation, and he put this song on it. And the moment he announced that he was gonna do that, he had to go back and get the rights again. And the guy that he had been paying said, no, I hate this. I totally don't want this. I am not going to do this. So the funny thing about this is, if you get that collection, and some of you may have it, Every bit that he's doing that's the original song is nothing but one long test tone. You know, like when people swear on television and they, and they say instead of the word? That whole section will sound like one long test tone in that song. And he's got this long rant in the liner notes of that booklet where he's explaining the whole story of how angry he is that I had the rights, I sent the guy the money, but apparently he decided he didn't want to let me do this anymore, so that's why it sounds like this, and I'm still putting it on there. Cause, oh. so, Be yeah. honest, though. Was it sour grapes, you think? I think it was sour grapes on both sides. Because uh, really? if, you're, if you're the guy who loves Nancy Sinatra and you go, yeah, one of these kids these days with a band is going to do our song, and then you hear Megadeth, yeah. 
Megadeth and Nancy Sinatra, I wouldn't call them <laughs> close. <Yeah. laughs> it's such an oxymoron, it's crazy. All right, a little bit of these boots for me for yes. walking. Check out these boots, up too. The amazing Nancy Sinatra. Yeah. You keep saying you got something for me. Something you call love, but confess. You've been a messin' where you shouldn't have been a messin' And now someone else is getting all your best These boots are made for walking And that's just what they'll do One of these days these boots are gonna walk all over you Awesome. I, I tell you what, you had me baffled on that one, buddy. <laughs> Surprise! That is incredible, though. But of all the people, Megadeth, you would think the last song in the world. I'm talking about with the image yeah, and, exactly. and what they come across and the fans. I mean, they'd like be throwing cans and all kinds of stuff at them <laughs> if they started. But exactly. there again, they took it and they, they made it their own. Shoes awesome. sell, but who's buying? <laughs> oh, that's a different song. <laughs> All right, I'm getting down to the nitty gritty blues soul, Chuck Berry. Rest your oh. soul, Chuck. I know we lost you last year. I tried to come and see you, but you didn't turn up. I don't know what was going on, but we missed you. We'd come yep. to St. Pete, you know. But anyway, good old Chuck Berry. We won't be talking here if it weren't for Chuck and those guys that started all this wonderful music. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts. You know, I know it's the roots of American rock and roll, but we just turned it around and made it better. What can you do? It's well, so English. Debatable. But anyway, this is, I'm going to do a version of that Carol. You know, the Stones did it in the early career. Oh, Carol. Don't ever take your love away. Mm -hmm. I love it. But anyway, I'm going to play some of Chuck's original version, um, which is, of course, is brilliant. And, you know, the audience, you made the decision on um, uh, who you think is uh, your favorite version. I know mine. I'm going to come back with mine. But uh, uh, let's do it. He started the goose walk, too. Oh, yeah. He was. Well, my dad said it was duck walking. He called it duck walking. Oh, I take it by it was a duck. It's not a goose. duck, duck, goose. No, it's all a game. I'm, I'm thinking of vodka, goose. All right, the duck. You I have enough gray goose, you're going to be walking like, like funky that. chicken. All right, can you guys do the funky chicken now? Eh, eh, eh. All right, we're going to do do the goose. Can you do the? He normally does one any time. Yeah, he does that. Working with his neck and his head and his chin right. and bobbing it around. Let's but do it, Chuck. Of course, the folks on the podcast can't see that, but. Anyhow, <laughs> it's probably good. You don't want to see a couple of chickens anyway. anyway. But let's do the let's do the Chuck Berry. Tell him the song name again. Oh Carol. Okay. Don't ever take my love away. Is oh Carol by Chuck Berry.
what a what a version but you know you can't repeat what the stones did on the the blues album with all those cover of blues artists what like chuck because you were a blues cover band for years you know and uh, actually out of all the greats Mick was number four. If you let me have four guys, I'm going to put him there. Because not only is it an incredible uh, rock and roll singer, he's a fantastic blues singer. But with Keith Richards in the background, and they were probably these young lads in the bedroom just listening to Chuck over and over on the 45s and just banging away at that guitar saying, we have to make it sound. And then they crossed over and they put it in and they made it their song. And to me, folks, not to be prejudiced, Chuck did it, but the Stones did a better version. It'll always blow you away. First time, every time. Have a listen to this. Debatable. Uh, debatable. Not debatable. Okay, but yeah, true. let's let's play it. Let's let the let's let the listeners decide. Play a little bit of O'Carroll by the Rolling Stones. Yeah. Okay, Mick. I can do Mick too. Can you do anybody? I don't know. You That's could probably do Keith. That's how I'd like to keep you in the background. Keith. <laughs> yeah, man. What's happened? I love you, Keith. My uh, neck's on ball bearings. Yeah, I can do it's all right. Okay, so he's not always nodding off like that. <laughs> if you see him in the Pirates movies alongside Johnny Depp, it's magic. And you can tell that he's awake. Hey. He's there. He's Johnny probably Depp, a little more coherent. He had the character. He, he was the first one to say he based his character on him. You know? Yeah, he's exactly. Such a character <laughs> all right, Keith and Mick. All right, blow us away. Oh, Carol. Wow, is that awesome? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I got when I bring up those albums and listen to that nitty gritty blues, and I'm telling you, Mick Jagger, even though he's from London, he could be from the deep south of America because his soul and how he sings and how it comes out. I've been, I've been in the cotton fields. I'm telling mm-hmm. you. And you, that guy well, can put you there in any way you want. You could hear that from the early Beatles, too. There was such a love for the sound that they really did try to pour their soul into replicating it. And I think that really is, Steve, that's the, that's the difference between a good cover and a bad cover. Sometimes you can tell when someone's singing if their heart is in it and you're just moved by it. And other times you're like, okay, they're phoning it in and they're in the studio and then they got to go. And it's just not the same. And it ends up being stale and doesn't have that magic. Yeah, so you're but, right. Yeah. Rolling Stones, they put they put that same heart into it that Chuck Berry did. And they made it your, their own. And, and talking about the Beatles, let's bring up the classic A Little Help From My Friends, you know, with uh, Joe Cocker. Joe Cocker, right. Joe Cocker. I tell you what, God bless these guys are falling fast, too fast in my book. We lost a great Scottish, wonderful performer, Joe. And in honor of Joe, I think we should make him first and uh, play a little bit of uh, 
uh, Little okay. Help from Go My Friends. It. And you know, it's funny, he, I think he debuted um, at Woodstock, Joe Cocker. He was on Woodstock, and nobody's seen anything like this yeah. guy before. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, he's incredible, but you know what? That's why he was so unique. He didn't compromise his style, his voice, and he said, This is me, and this is how I sing it. And yeah. as much as I love the main Beatles, Joe Cocker, I, I, in some ways, is my favorite version, but I love them both. Well, let's, but, uh, let's go ahead and kick off then with him, and we'll play a little bit of Joe Cocker's version. Yeah. What would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Let me your ears and I'll sing you a song. I will try not to sing out of key. Oh, baby, have you So there you go. But at the same time, I'm sure a lot of people know the Beatles song, but it would be unfair not to take a moment and give them a little bit of the Beatles. Get by with a little help from my friends. What would you think if I sang out a tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song and I'll try not to sing out a Ringo is perfect for Ringo. Yeah. Nobody else could sing it but Ringo. But if you look at how they changed both songs, they both gave them different meanings. With the Beatles, it was like, hey, a little help from my friends. What can I help you with? And I don't know whether it was something you were enjoying or, you know, a piece of cheesecake and all that. But I think Joe Cocker's version would like... It was much more soulful, spiritual. Yes. It almost sounded like gospel, which yes. I thought was interesting. I get high with little help from my... It's spiritual yeah. gospel. Well put, buddy. <laughs> that's why I like hanging around with these guys. So uh, that's that's kind of my my picks on the, the covers, Rod well, Stewart. While we're on the topic of Beatles covers, I want to throw one at you that I think is probably the worst cover I've ever heard. It's quite bad. Um... Ozzy Osbourne, one of yours, one I very much respect and appreciate. He's done some really good covers. And then there's one cover he did that was not good, and that's listening to Ozzy do the song In My Life by The Beatles. I can't do it. It's painful. I will play you a little bit of that, and you can tell me I'm wrong. That's fine. I'd love to hear back from you. But I just couldn't handle this one. It's from an album called Undercover, where Ozzy did nothing but covers. And there's some good ones on there. But here's a bit of Ozzy doing In My Life. Oh, my life Though some have changed Some forever Not far better some have gone and some remain. All these places have their moments with lovers and friends. Can I share something with you? Yeah. 
I mean, this is kind of morbid, but it's true. My kids, like, you know, you talk about things and say, Dad, when, you know, God forbid, but when, what, what would you like us to play for you, you know, when we all move on? And that's the song. That's, that's the one that that's they picked and what I picked. And I said, yeah, that's... And to, to say that about a pop song, it just shows you, you know, the love and everything in it. Yeah. You know something about that, Steve? When we did the episode where we were talking about the album Rubber Soul, and I put a medley together for us of songs, the way that I looped in in my life at the very end and put that out reminded me what a beautiful song it is because it just comes to a wonderful, smooth, sweet stop. And everything in it is is fantastic. I, I wanna. I'm not gonna play you the end of that song now because we did that. But let's play a little bit of the Beatles in my life just to kind of scrub the bad Aussie cover out of our ears. I may have to take a little break after it and then come back to you. Okay, yeah, I love that. Let's do it. But when before I know I'll often stop and think about them. Hey kids, time to go for now. We are all about the listeners and what you want. And we know what you want. British music. Because we are the best. Don't listen to that mad mank. We invented rock. We make it all better. Please join us next time for more exciting music, trivia and fun. On the, the Liney and, and the Yank, Yank Podcast. podcast.